and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. The show takes place on the third Wednesday of every month at the Buntport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Hey, this is Robert. I just want to share a few words with you about today's storyteller before I hand it over to her. Kimberly Dark is a storyteller a writer, and a professor. She's one of those rare people who plies a trade doing exactly what the narrators is all about. She uses her power as a personal storyteller and her ability to craft a narrative to say bigger things about our world. And she uh, very much turns that into something that other people can, can use and learn from. Uh, today's story that she is going to share with you comes from our San Diego show. It was recorded during our October show, and the theme of the evening was Creeps. Uh, if you'd like some more information on Kimberly, please visit her website, KimberlyDark.com. Enjoy. This is called Why I'm Not Sorry I Called My Colleague an Asshole to a student right in his own classroom. Do we have any educators here? Any? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of you. All right, all right. So maybe you can relate to this. So understand this. I was not lashing out. I was not even extra angry, though surely, I mean surely, there was some anger inside of me. No, if this were an outburst, unskillful, regrettable. I'd be likely to apologize. This was a good decision. (laughs) When she told me that she had handed in some writing, a poem in specific, following an assignment he gave, when she told me this, as we sat briefly together in his classroom after she'd been talked to by him about her trouble with absences and tardiness in a class she found difficult and dull... When she gave him the work, including a poem, not an ironic poem, not a metaphor poem, about wanting to hang herself, and he responded to her work only by writing, thank you for getting this in on time. Well. See, she was my student too before him, and I know how much she loves personal creative writing, how vital it is to be personal in her writing at a time when she is learning to use a pen to slash a path through the forest thicket of cutting and drinking and heartbreak and the inability to feel worthy of other people's company. I know she was looking for a way out. Okay, maybe not from the drinking. And I wanted that way to be art, not rope or blade, and not because it's my job or we have to look after these poor fucked up kids or because their parents messed them up and they need us so much. No, because we're human. And we need to teach each other how to survive. Because I remember that we live in the same forest that fetters her now. I have cut paths and learned to let in light, and we can all relish the landscape laid before us, use each other's ways for our walking, not just for escape, but to revel in the beauty of living, too. So see, 
it's not like he didn't know because I told him myself as a colleague what I knew about her fragile situation, but he is the type who talks over women, not to be an asshole, but just because he does. Who wants students to behave, you know, not to be an asshole, but just because he can't function well himself if rules aren't followed. And the most important thing in any classroom is his comfort, not because he's an asshole, but because that's the way it's always been. So when she shared his comments quickly in disgust, I saw her small flicker of entitlement to something better. And I wanted to be sure that she saw it too. Now, a more considered response would have meant more time. He is not worth more time. And these affronts are too frequent to warrant consideration. This was no outburst or anger toward him. I spoke in support of her, focused on her. I let the steel rise up behind my eyes and say it so she knew that someone stood near who had a sharp edge ready for that shit. Not pity, but solidarity like, hey, see, she could be the one to do the same for me or some version of me that is sure to come in the generation after her. I mean, how different can we be after all? unless the world changes an awful lot. And how would it change but us? See, I have been emotional in my days, and I will be again, a mouthy woman some love to hate, and I will say I'm sorry when sorry seems its due, but let me not sit by when men like him decide they should decide which words and deeds are professional. No. I made a choice when I said, with that lack of tolerance in my eye, a quick shake of my head, touch of her arm, yeah, he's an asshole. (laughs) She chuckled, affirmed, and we went on with our day. Thanks. That's Kimberly Dark. Narratives is produced by Robert Rutherford, Aaron Rollman, Mary Robertson, and me, Ron Doyle. I produce and record the podcast with engineering assistance by Josh Johnson, and our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. The Narrators podcast is brought to you by these amazing sponsors. The great guys at Illegal Pete's and Greater Than Records, who in addition to providing rad burritos all over town, provide great local music and comedy. The next time you need a photographer, remember From the Hip Photo. You can learn more about their honest and unforgettable service at fromthehipphoto.com. Check out the appropriately named Sexy Pizza on their website, sexypizzaonline.com. And finally, by Breckenridge Brewery, making balanced, approachable, and interesting handcrafted beers in Colorado for over 25 years. Check them out at breckbrew.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or on your favorite mobile podcatcher. For more information and to find past episodes, visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.